So I'd like to give you one more example of something that's not a fever. Okay. Okay. A a patient come in. um, She was under consistent care for another reason, but she came in and she had a pimple on the end of her nose. And over the course of a week or so, I watched this pimple getting bigger and bigger and nothing was happening. And, and she began to get really red around her nose, around the pimple. And I asked the, I made a comment about it one day and I asked the mom, what's going on with this pimple? And she said, I don't know. It just seems like it's bigger than normal. It's not behaving like a normal pimple. And so we're going to the dermatologist to find out what to do. And this is where I had the empowerment conversation with mom. And I said, here's what's going on. You have an infected pimple that's gone a little deeper than it normally does. One of the easy ways that you can manage this without running to the doctor is to go home, get a hot compress, put it on her nose so that it brings the infection out. Once the infection is coming out, now you just squeeze all that infected pus out of it, clean it, and put on She was already using essential oils, an essential oil that's going to manage the the bacterial infection, clean it up and let it go. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'll go to the the dermatologist. She came back in two days later and said, I went home and I tried what you recommended. Hot compress, push the pus out and look at how much better she is. And now she feels amazing because she didn't go spend whatever the, the, the money was and give it to the dermatologist who was simply going to say, squeeze the bus out and let it heal. So it's not always fevers. It's not moms need to be able to be moms and make good decisions without feeling afraid. And the funny thing was this mom said, that's kind of what I wanted to do, but I was too afraid to make that choice. I was too afraid that I was going to be wrong. And that makes sense. Right. It does. Cause this is a, this is another human's life. This is, this human depends on you to love them and to protect them and keep them safe. So I understand the fear that can get caught up. I heard a couple of things while you were talking. One of those things is you said, you know, moms be moms. And another thing that just kind of came up for me when you were talking about old wives tales and something as simple as a hot compress, but then the, I think just kind of the, the dilemma of like the mental dilemma of, and maybe this is even a subconscious thing for moms and for people in general is we have kind of lost this sense of common sense. Yes. (laughs) And as you were sharing, I was thinking like old wives tale. My goodness, I haven't heard of that in a very long time. And I was thinking like old wives tale. I grew up in a Portuguese family. So if you ever stepped on a rusty nail, you put an onion on the nail. Put the bottom of your foot. No, no. You put the onion on the nail. (laughs) (laughs) But the reality is put the onion on the bottom of your foot. Why is Mm -hmm. that? Onions are amazing at drawing out toxins. Mm. So, so onions on the bottom of the feet is a common old wives' tale remedy for fevers and toxins and different things like that. And if you put 
cut onions on the bottom of your feet, put socks on and sleep overnight, you will be amazed at how black the onions will be in the morning as toxins are being pulled out of you and how much the fever will go away or the, the, the cold or virus or whatever it is that you're dealing with is reduced and it's from the onions. But again, it's an old wives tale because it's doesn't fit with Western medicine. But it really does work. There's lots of people who still do that and, and do it effectively. So you can use onions on your feet. I wouldn't do it on the rusty nail. I would do it on the foot. <laughs> we grew up on a farm. I think that was old Portuguese farm humor. I, I think <laughs> is really what it was. Um, but common sense goes a long way. You know, <laughs> and, and this may sound, you know, whatever way, depending on, you know, the mixed audience, but the Lord has been tell, telling me um, to look up Isaiah 28. There's a second section of Isaiah 28, and it talks about how the Lord teaches people and how it basically explains how we kind of like have this intuitive instinct or this instinct to do certain things, but it's like, in the in scripture, he's talking about a farmer and how a farmer just kind of knows how what kind of tool to use to harvest a certain type of uh, grain or a certain type of crop and how the Lord gives him that knowledge. And these old wives tales and the medicine woman, all of this knowledge came from somewhere. It did. And it came from trial and error over many years. And sometimes they didn't work. Um, and so they've learned what works and what doesn't work. But you're right. Common sense is no longer common. Um, we've seen that as particularly in the last three years since, uh, gosh, almost three and a half years now since we got hit with COVID. Right. Um, since that whole thing happened and the way that it was handled by government, by the doctors, by the pharmaceutical industry, there's no common sense at all there. And I think that one of the good things that came out of all of that is that many people are waking up and saying, I need to use my common sense. They're waking up and saying, the medical industry doesn't have all the answers. Let me look at more natural remedies that might work, that might not have the side effects, that might help me actually get better and not just mask the symptoms. And so that is one of the very good things that has come out of this last three years is that people are realizing that doesn't make sense. What you're asking to me to do doesn't make sense. For example, when when COVID hit and they said, everybody stay indoors. Well, where's the common sense that we all know we get better from sunlight? Now we close our beaches and we close our parks because they don't want people together. But what does that do? It stops us from getting the vitamin D that's coming from the sunlight. It stops us from getting the exercise. Everybody became sedentary indoors instead of active outdoors. And so the situation lasted longer. And many of us were saying, wait a minute, where's the common sense that we should be outside? We should be doing all these things to keep ourselves healthy instead of locking ourselves away. So what do you think that for those who are still kind of on the, I was going to say on the fence, but for those who are maybe a little bit more hesitant to take that step, you know, the mom with the hot compress, she thought that this was a good thing. She thought that that might've been the ticket, but there was something inside of her that trusted the doctor 
or trusted that the dermatologist, right, the certificate on the wall was going to have the, I think was more the trustworthy source to verify. What do you think it is that's going to help those of us who are in that position to start trusting our instinct a little bit more or to start trusting in something that's, I don't want to say alternative, maybe something more natural. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's a really, really good question. And I think that one of the things I would say is when you're put up against a situation, pause with a purpose, stop, don't make a rash decision, pause for a moment, pray on it, ask the Lord to lead you where you should be. Trust your instinct. What does your instinct say? He's going to be okay. Or this is really bad. If your instinct says this is really bad, then go get that professional help. If your instinct is, they can probably manage to get through this on their own and we can manage it, then do that. Remembering that that in a lot of cases, medicine will, will manage the symptoms today. But if it's creating side effects or just going after the symptom but not the cause, then we need to look in a different place. And so, for example, if you look at children who are chronically sick, um, ear infection after ear infection, and then they get, you know, some sort of virus, they've got um, strep throat, they've got this, all, they, they get well, and then they get sick, and then they get well, and then they get sick, and they're on round after round of antibiotic. You have to stop and look and say, well, wait a minute, what's causing it in the first place? And let's look at that situation. So in a lot of cases, we can look at diet and say, okay, I'm feeding them something that's causing their immune system to be weakened. What can I reduce? So our nutrition in this country is part of the problem in a lot of cases. We're eating too much processed food. We're eating too much sugar. We're not eating healthy organic foods, more natural, more whole foods. And when we got a lot of people that, kids in particular, I talked to moms about you know, this sick cycle, we call it sick and then well, and then sick and then well, pull them off sugar, pull them off wheat, pull them off dairy, do it for 90 days or 180 days and get them out of the cycle and then slowly add things back that are appropriate to add back. And it's amazing how many children will get well and stay well when they get off of the sugar and the processed foods. But unfortunately, the traditional American diet has become one that is so poor that our immune systems can't maintain good health. So sometimes it's not about which doctor you go to. The doctor is only going after the symptom. We need to go after the cause, and the cause might be nutrition. So I think that it, to answer your question, in that gut has to say, What's really the cause of this? And is this an emergency where I really need to go to the medical doctor? Or is this something where we need to look bigger picture and say, okay, we can heal this a different way and get rid of the cause that's presenting this in the first place? So essentially, it all starts with the pause for a purpose. Pause with a purpose. Pause so, with a purpose. Look at, look at what's going on say a prayer, trust the Lord. I mean, it, most of your listeners, many of your listeners are strong Christian women who want to do right by the Lord and do right by their families. Trust that God created our bodies with an immune system and with an ability to heal. God created us to be self-developing, self-maintaining, self-healing. And we need to rely on 
that to get ourselves to be healthy, we also have to give it time for process to happen. But we can trust that and not be so afraid that we have to go quickly take that medication, which now causes side effects and handles the symptom, but not the cause. Yeah. And there are, by the way, a lot of listeners who don't know the Lord yet. Um, so for those of you who don't have a relationship with the Lord yet, the, the answer is still the same. The answer is still the same because if you, if you don't know the Lord and you know that he created us to be self-healing, self-maintaining, self, um, self, whatever I said, I can't remember the three in order, um, self-developing, self-maintaining, self-healing, um, it, even if you don't know the Lord, you know that everything is a process. And if you use your intelligence to look at how do things work, you will realize that time helps. So slow down and allow time to take its process and the body to heal itself. Everybody knows, if you think about it, does the surgeon heal you? No, you go to the doctor if you need surgery and you have surgery, he does not heal you. What he does is he cuts out the bad part and he stitches you up and then your body has to heal itself from the trauma that he just put you through. Now, was that surgery necessary? Very likely. If you had some sort of tumor, something going on, he took out the bad thing, but now you have to heal yourself. Okay? So if people realize that healing is a process that the body does on its own, we just need to set the situation into the right place so those circumstances can happen, right? So that healing can happen. Because that is that is a great distinction right there, Dr. Carolyn. I think many of us, may, maybe it's just me. I know that in my brain, I think if I need to go to the doctor, if I think I need to the, go to the doctor for something, if I am going in for surgery for something, the doctor's going to take care of it. I come home, my body heals, and then I go on with my life. But you're saying you go into the doctor, he performs, she performs the surgery, removes or fixes, gets right, whatever needs to be gotten right. You go home and you need to help your body, support your body to do the healing functions that it's designed to do right. so that you don't have to continue on this cycle, right. but rather hop out of this cycle and have a more productive, happy, healthy, joyful life. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Doctor doesn't heal. The doctor, actually the definition of doctor is teacher. So the doctor will tell you what you need to do and provide the tools for you to do what you need to do. But the healing is something that you do to your own body. And the situation, the circumstances have to be created for that healing to take place, which might mean removing something. In a lot of cases, what that means is you need plenty of hydration, but you also need to remove things that will prevent the healing, like too much sugar in your diet, uh, you know, too much processed foods, which wears your immune system down and your neurology down to the point that it doesn't have the energy to heal. So we need to create an environment where the body has the best ability to heal itself. But all healing takes place individually by the person himself. Which takes work. And time. Work and time. We're kind of a pill popping culture where we want to 
we want a one-stop shop. We want to go get the thing done and not have to worry about it anymore. We want to press the button and it's done, but our health isn't that easy button. And it's not a, it's not a one-stop shop. We've got to keep it up and it needs to, it needs to become a priority just like our jobs are priorities, just like taking care of our children are priorities, right? Yes. And I also think that our culture has become one of, we want a quick fix for everything. Yeah. And, and so going back to what you said a little while ago about common sense and how common sense is, has kind of left us to a large degree. Let's use some common sense about medications right now. Okay. The United States takes more medications than any other country in the world by far. I don't know the statistics. It might be 70% of the world's pharmaceuticals might be 80. I don't know. We take in this country more medications than any other country in the entire world. And yet, if you look at the health of our population, we're sitting as one of the least healthy countries in the entire world. Well, if medications were the answer, then why are we so unhealthy? So put your common sense there and say, maybe pharmaceuticals are not the answer. Maybe we need to look at more holistic, natural uh, remedies that are going to allow, enhance the healing instead of creating so many side effects that now we, the, the symptom might be gone, but now we have new symptoms. And I hear even too in this, this whole sociological dynamic of the herd mentality, which by the way, isn't a bad thing. We were designed, you know, maybe it, maybe herd mentality is kind of derogatory, a derogatory term, uh, but we were designed for community. We were designed to adapt our thoughts like the majority of those around us. That is for protection. That's also for connection and lots of really good things. But I see here that this, what's being fed to us through media, through books, through even podcasts and through word of mouth, it's all been going, going, going for generations. You go to the doctor, you take pills, this is what you do. You get a prescription, this is what you do. Um, you turn 50, you get your you know, 50, 50 plus exams, and then you get on this new track for, um, for senior citizen care, right? And it's like, you're on this conveyor belt of life and you're on your way out. <laughs> and, and, um, and we need to, I think what I'm hearing you say is that we need to empower ourselves and be empowered to shift the herd that we are thinking with. And it's totally okay to do a little bit of both. Uh, and if we wanna have happy, healthy, thriving lives and live a long, happy, thriving life and our children to do the same, we need to switch some things up. Absolutely. And we need to be, we can be, it's, it's okay to switch things up. It's not a bad thing to switch things up. Exactly. And yeah. that recognizing that there's room in this world for both um, allopathic care, which means we're looking for, you know, we're sick and we need some help to a more um, natural way to go. Uh, we call it salutogenic care. And that's where we're looking for what's going to make me healthy in instead of the pathogenic is what's making me sick 
And how do I mask that symptom? Um, so we're looking for pathology versus looking for health. And and when we can- And what is pathology? Pathology is anything that, that makes you sick, whatever it is that makes you sick, okay? So a pathogen is a virus or a um, bacteria that makes you sick. It's lots of other, you know, micro microbes and that sort of thing that makes you sick. So we're looking for what's the sickness. That's pathology. As opposed to salutogenesis, which is, what can I do to create an environment that's going to allow me to thrive? And that's really the big difference between me as a neurologically based pediatric and prenatal chiropractor. I'm looking to create an environment for my patients to be able to thrive and be healthy. I'm not looking at what are your symptoms. I'm looking at what's the cause. What's your neurology do it? How is your brain and nervous system functioning so that you have the best opportunity to create great health. And I think that's the difference between what I do and many other chiropractors do and what the Western medicine as a whole is they're looking for what's wrong. We are looking for what's right and how do we enhance it. So it's a big difference. Yeah. So how do people find other chiropractors who practice and think the way that you practice and think? Well, there's a couple of things. Um, to, if you're looking for chiropractors and you're looking for a pediatric or prenatal chiropractor, um, there is an organization that I'm a part of called PX Docs. Um, and there's about, I'm not sure the number right now, somewhere between 800 and 1,000 of us across the country that are all training and studying and learning the same way. And we're work, we, we do our, our scans and whatnot to find out what's going on. And, and we're training in a common way to help people get healthy. So if you go to pxdocs.com, in there you'll see lots of resources to, uh, for, of information, but also give you an opportunity to put in your zip code and find a PX doc near you. Um, and, and that helps you to find one. If you, there isn't one near you or you're not pediatric or prenatal and you're an adult looking for care, uh, one, you can check out PX docs. They might, uh, these doctors might take you as well, but you can also look. She took me. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not prenatal and I don't have a baby. I was just really intrigued by what, what she's talking about. And I said, can you help me? And she said, absolutely. And said, I'm coming. Absolutely. So the other thing is if you don't have a PX doc near you, or that's not what you're looking for, um, you can look for a neurology based chiropractor, somebody who is focused on the neurology um, and they will often be able to help you very, very well as well. Um, there's a lot of very good ones out there. And, and so chiropractic in general is going to lead you more down the salutogenic path. Um, and, and, but there's many also that, in, that are traditional pain-based chiropractors that are closer to the medical model. So it depends on what you're looking for. If you're really looking to go holistic, you need to find a neurology-based chiropractor. That's, that's really the best bet to go to. Okay. And is that easy to find? Like if you were to Google neurology-based chiropractor, is that somebody that's going to come up in the results or is there some other type of keyword to search? Yeah, a lot of times it will. Okay. That will come up. If you put that in near me, you'll get, my name will come up. Okay. Well, Dr. Carolyn, this has been so educational and such a treat. And I would love for you to come back and talk more about all of this because I am just 
all about it. And um, I know that my sister-in-law, when I told her she has a one and a half year old little boy who not coincidentally, or maybe coincidentally, when they came and visited me from California and Florida, he got an ear infection while they were here. And she took him to the doctor because she's like, he's got this fever. He's had this fever for a while. And, you know, we love the little boy. So we're going to do what we have been taught is best to do. Right. So, and then she also has a little five-year-old who is just, you know, the apple of my eye. And she had no idea that this technology that you practice is available. So I think that's the big, this has been wonderful. One of the big messages out there is that people have a choice. Western medicine is not the only option. There are many, many other options out there. You just have to look for them. Well, this has been so educational and so informational, and I have really enjoyed this conversation, and I would love for us to have another conversation because you are just a wealth of knowledge and inspiration. I know to me, and I'm not a mom yet, so I hope that our listeners have have gleaned some really great things from you as well. So Dr. Carolyn, thank you. Thank you, Holly. This has been a pleasure. I've enjoyed speaking with you today and I look forward to another opportunity to share more information with your audience. Great. And thank you for listening. And hey, if you heard anything educational, inspirational, or encouraging today, and you want more people to have the opportunity to hear it as well, please make sure that you subscribe, rate and review, and share. And as always, thank you for your support and for being the change that you want to see in the world.